The following program is rated TV MAL. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Ah, fucking thing. Hang on. I'll, I'll figure it. I'm over here anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nice IKEA furniture, though. Fucking. Yeah, isn't it? What else we got around here? That... <laughs> A few plants. Um, Mrs. is away, so I'm just living down here in the lounge room. <laughs> so it's a, a walk-in change room right next to the, the beer fridge over there. If I can't figure this out, it's going to fucking do my head in. What are you on? I oh, just like a little bit of cat and um, a few beers. <laughs> nope. This is crazy. All right, I just won't be able to see what you guys are doing, I guess, which is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, sort it out. Well, I don't know what to do. Hey, like, are you on your phone? Are you on a laptop? Yeah, it's on my phone. <laughs> Surely there's a turn the camera around button. Jealous. Oh, I'm a, I'm a fucking tech genius. <laughs> <sighs> my body's bandit will be technology. <laughs> Good afternoon, ladies and testicles, and welcome to episode 84 of the Pig Athlete Club podcast, the Pack podcast, proudly brought to you by Budgie Smuggler, the supreme custom swimwear suppliers. If your team or club haven't got a pair of custom Budgie Smugglers, hit the link in the description and get smuggling like the rest of us. Now, unfortunately, we're missing uh, two of our fattest Tongans, uh, Dave Vaya and Ryan Freeney, <laughs> but we've got the uh, sexiest guys from Melbourne and Sydney, Ironside and Chainsaw. Welcome, boys. Thank you. It's uh, it's hey, about mate. time some of us white, white guys got a crack. Hey? <laughs> yeah. You've been waiting. You have been waiting since Hong Kong, uh, since me and Johnny, or well, mostly it was me, uh, kind of went at you after you left. Uh, how you been, Chainsaw? What have you been up to since Hong Kong? Uh, you know, water under the bridge, uh, thanks, Sione. Uh, probably good timing. I have calmed down a little bit. Uh, some things that help us calm down. Uh wasn't last week, but we... Uh, we uh, took a trip uh, to Newcastle for the weekend for uh, the, the New Hunter uh, Wildfires uh, Ladies' Day, which was an yeah. absolute cracker. Uh, so a bit about that, you know, like everyone down, everyone at um, the club there was super duper friendly, had, had, had an epic time. Uh, Bubba, the uh, the coach, uh, took us around town, showed us a few of the real nice spots, but what uh, he failed to show us was some of the not so nice spots. There's some. Um, Super strange cats that uh, hang around in that, in that town and have the liberty of meeting a few of them. Um, Newmarket Shopping Centre. Yeah. You want to meet some uh, interesting people? <laughs> hang around near the trolley bays there. You're bound to meet someone. Oh, uh, fuck, that video killed me. How you yeah, ended up there is just amazing. At that time, it was like prime time going to the clubs. Nah, chainsaws are outside office works. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I didn't put that on my, on my personals, but, uh, you know, it's fa- the video's found its way to TikTok and has, uh, has gone viral. Yeah. A lot like um, a few of the people that do hang around there, but. Uh, strange and useless as they may seem some of the people there I think probably the most useless person uh, in all of this was probably myself <laughs> I missed three flights in one weekend so I was not a bad strike rate there so I shouldn't be looking down upon uh, the less desirables too harshly because uh, I myself uh, 
can be asparagus at times. <laughs> yeah, but a few people have asked uh, me to sort of judge Hunter Wildfires compared to my home club, but since Randwick is your home club, a uh, few people have said that you've changed allegiances and gone to Hunter Wildfire bandwagon. Is it true? Hey, uh, <coughs> I had, had a great time there. Uh, I won't pledge <laughs> allegiance anywhere other than uh, rugby in, in Australia and globally. Rugby's the winner. <laughs> great answer. You're going for the CEO job. <laughs> yeah. But we'll jump into our Budgie Smuggler Bordies Bandits segment. Um, you want to kick us off, Change or who is your budgie smuggler and Bordy's Bandit for the week? So I'll, uh, I'll go with my Bordy's Bandit first just because it ties in line with a um, uh, recent trip to Newcastle. My Bordy's Bandit, it's actually St. Christopher, uh, the saint for safe passage. <laughs> wasn't, look- <laughs> wasn't looking after me <laughs> that weekend, missing three flights and uh, boarding a flight that was later cancelled and having to... Uh, jump off and then the next day drive to Sydney to catch a flight home. Um, so quite you a nightmare. actually but, uh, board the flight that he didn't even book. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so there's that one. So he bought his bandit there. Uh, damn you. Totally not my fault. Um, and uh, the uh, this is probably a more touching one for the budgie smuggler, uh, which obviously a lot of us guys are aware of. Uh, we did a bit of a whip around with the inner sanctum of, uh, of pack people. And I got a heap of money together to uh, uh, get you that um, that uh, camera lens, you know. Which uh, so m- my budgie smuggler is all the guys that got involved in that. Yeah. It was was uh, I won't cry here. Um, all yeah. my tears have been shed from the three flights that I missed the other day. <laughs> but uh, but uh, I thought that was really cool, and yeah. it shows it's testament to you, mate. And uh, but equally, uh, the guys that were able to put their hands in their pockets and um, and show their support for that, I thought was really good. Yeah. Cheers, lads. Um, yeah, speaking of crying, I felt a bit of pressure from you and Tino just watching me, especially Tino over the camera. Like, should I, should I be crying right now? Like, like all the messages. Uh, I hope you can, uh, you know, get some more videos in your OnlyFans. Like, like, you know. Yeah, where is that video? I haven't seen the video yet. Yeah, I've, that's that's it's on me. I've got to flick flick that out, and we'll we'll clip something up uh, yeah. nice and neat for that. Yeah, and then uh, at we, the we, end, pop, pop. after all the messages, Johnny just put bulk videos and like this is definitely going to go up at my funeral it's just me dancing in random clubs in asia and shit <laughs> like, yeah when i was like slow motion ages. black and white ones <laughs> yeah. like a seal song off in the background <laughs> yeah yeah 1987 to 2024 so makes you think mate he's got it ready <laughs> 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 now outside who's your buddy and bordy's bandit for the week um i'm gonna go bordy's bandit um It's Rugby Australia, but only because of something that I saw happen. I went to an AFL game on Thursday night. Um, Thank you, Bailey from Reese Plumbing, for taking me. Um, Fuck me. Thursday night game in Sydney, 30,000 people there, and every single one of them had a scarf, a beanie, and a jersey on. Yeah. Like, I know that we're probably not going to get to that level, but fuck, it just shits me (laughs) because... I'm more jealous. Yeah. So they're my body's banded out of jealousy. Um, and then my budgie smug is actually quite a nice one. Um, it's it's uh, my dad. I uh, cleaned the ute out on the weekend and um, I left it there on Saturday and then came back on Monday to, to do some more cleaning. And he'd done a better job than uh, 
you would get from uh, Crystal Car Wash. Uh, <laughs> Shout out um, Crystal Car Wash. And, I, and it was purely to stay out of the house so that mum wouldn't give him any fucking housework to do. <laughs> because I got, there on, I got there on Monday night for dinner and she was fucking whinging that nothing had got done around the house that weekend, but your truck was clean. So, um, and then uh, my second uh, budgie smuggler of the week is actually myself and it'll lead and tie in nicely to what Chainsaw is going to talk about soon is because um, I didn't drink on the weekend and I was probably the boyfriend of um, oh. the weekend. I was exactly what I should be like all the time. <laughs> yeah. Um, so hey, don't, don't put unfair expectations on yourself, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the one putting expectations on myself anyway. Um <clears throat> Uh, which leads me into next week, which where I will definitely be a Bordy's Bandit on Lucy's list. So thank you very much. <laughs> nice. Now uh, I'll, I'll close it out with my uh, my picks. My buddies. Ooh. Yeah, we'll start with a positive. My buddy smuggler is the Brumbies. Uh, that was probably one of the best games of Super Rugby I've seen in in a very long time. Um, I was just watching Aussie Super Rugby teams. You often wait for a lot of errors, a lot of mistakes. But the Brumbies actually look uh, pretty clean, and uh, glad they came away with the win. So special shout-outs to Luke Rima, uh, Nick White, James Slipper, Jack Debrazini, and Lenny Ikitao. Mate, <laughs> outstanding! Yeah. And I'm well and truly on the uh, on the Brumbies bandwagon this weekend. Did he get the ball down? No, he didn't get it down. He didn't. No, get no it way, down. mate. <laughs> I don't really like. I'm, I'm, I wouldn't care either way if he did or didn't. It's just nice us. Uh, an Aussie team to get yeah. get the call. And they've been, they've been carrying on. Down, I've been watching their rugby shows. They're carrying on like, oh, should, should we change the law where you can't end the game on a held up? They should just kick it back and then we have another chance. Like, just be happy that an Aussie team won for once. I'm happy with the hold up rule because I, I used to hate where, like, if you want to score a try, you take the risk yeah. of scoring the try now. Like, it's actually, it, I rate how it's a drop out and yeah. game over. Yeah. So the Brumbies yeah. are my uh, budgie smugglers. And uh, on a negative note, I've been holding this one for a while. Uh, it's also Rugby Australia. Um, uh, <laughs> as everyone knows, because I've been memeing in our stories, the Wallaroos have a test match in two weeks. And uh, they're my Bordy's bandits just because they're marketing. I haven't seen it anywhere. I haven't seen much marketing. haven't seen any paid ads uh, to let people know that the game's on. Um, yeah, just... Radio silence from the marketing team. I've seen a few posts every now and then, but it's just not what it should be to try they're and not, fill the uh, stadium. They're, def- they're not getting enough out of the uh, marketing pigeon that they must have been. <laughs> 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 that nah, job, yeah. <laughs> Who, that, is that a Batuta one? Because that is so true. It, it's so annoying to see the marketing pigeon throwing out. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the Scotty from marketing or the <laughs> marketing pigeon or whatever it was. Yeah. yeah, a few people asked, like, oh, are you guys on board with Rugby Australia, like with... Because I've been memeing in our stories and trying to get people to buy tickets. Like, are you guys getting paid? Like, you know, like nah, nah, we're not getting anything. We just want people to come to the game with us. <laughs> yeah, I was, uh, I was actually thinking of getting one of the one kilo bags of rice out of my pantry and and nominating the bag of rice forward to be the new marketing manager of Rugby Australia. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, I just want a little quick message here for our Supreme Leader Knuckles. Good luck if uh, Rugby Australia listens to this snippet of the podcast because he's currently oh. talking to him at the moment. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're, it's working progress. I actually had Rugby Australia in my Bordies band, but crossed it out. I didn't want to shit on him. Yeah, yeah. Same, I've, I've had hey, that the last few weeks. Strength, I'm like, fuck. Strength, strength in numbers. <laughs> 
But yeah, just remember Rugby Australia, if you're listening, this is a comedy podcast. Yeah, and it's all love, it's all support. It's yeah. uh, it's it's satire, right? <laughs> yeah. On that, while we're going at them, but um, on that, like, still bring it up. Like, first of all, you what we got a chance to win the Blazers, though, we're playing at the MCG. Like, play that at Suncorp. I honestly think that's where I would, if we had one, yeah. and I'm at a New South Welshman played the All Blacks at Suncorp like they do at Eden Park, make that a fortress. And two, why are they playing the only test in Sydney in Combank Stadium? Like, play it at the fuck. They've just built a whole fucking new stadium in the middle of the city and they're playing at Combank. I think I brought it up before, but that's like why we're going at it. Yeah, yeah. Listening because they're, they're, they're all listening. That, um, I, I heard Phil, Phil Wars, an uh, avid listener of the podcast, yeah. and you see I was saying rugby. So just if give me a call, mate. I'll come help you. Yeah, connect the dots. You heard it. Alex at Ironside, he's out here unblocking toilets <laughs> and, so- <laughs> and solving the, the rugby crisis in the country. Jeez, you can do it all. What a boyfriend you must be. <laughs> Man of many talents. Speaking of talents, uh, one of his talents is sledging on the rugby field. And for this week's top five segment, uh, Ironside's going to kick off his top five most popular sledges. So people's go-to um, sledges. So um, obviously some of the fun... I was saying this just, you know, before we started and he did yell at me to save it for the podcast because um, he loves to yell at that. And on that, Sione never lets us talk in a group chat and if we want to start a conversation, he says... Leave it for the podcast. Yeah, because you so use up you all your good bits in the group chat. And it's just awkward when you say it again um, on the podcast. I've got, I've got a few generic ones. Um, he's got hands like a digital clock. Um, that's a fucking great one. Um, I, I heard this one mid um, two years ago when um, the same year that Gordon won the COVID Cup um, was a he couldn't catch a cold in Wuhan. That was a good one. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, but I also that one of the great ones um, of a fan yelling out to anyone is um, first and where's the Queensland spirit now? That is one of my favourite all-time sledges. Um, not just on a rugby field. I've kind of gone a bit rogue here as well. Um, appearance sledges. So calling someone bald, Devon head. Yeah. Um, <laughs> shut up, you fat fuck! Like yeah. you know, like calling someone fat's always good. And as a fat, a fattening number eight, I get called fat a lot, which is. Pretty funny. Um, yeah. And also, receding hairlines, you've got no chance in a rugby field. Um, I heard uh, one of the good ones I heard the other week is someone said, I fucked your mum. And I thought, um, yeah, that's a, that's <laughs> I thought that that's that was pretty rogue, but pretty funny. That's always um, ended up in the car park for me when I've come out <laughs> with that one, to be honest. <laughs> um, and then some, and then some more. More direct ones. Gary Board's getting called Voldemort's pretty oh. funny. I really found that fucking <laughs> <Well>, hilarious. <laughs> the prawn. The prawn. Um, <laughs> uh, then I was I, I, I held my dad hostage when we were cleaning the ute on Monday and I made him listen to last week's podcast, um, which he enjoyed. And now uh, I enjoyed listening back to myself. But I asked him, <laughs> my old man played um professional soccer for 15, 20 years and um, played internationals and all that. But he was playing a, a game in Australia with um, an Australian player, his Kiwi, playing with an Australian player and they were playing against another guy and the other team was an Australian player. They were down 2-0. Dad was playing with the guy, um, one of the guys who was a bit of a fucking player, was actually 
chopping the other bloke's misses. And um, it was a well-known fact, and the guy on the other team is a bit of a cock anyway, so um, we don't contain chopping other people's misses here. But um, anyway, Dad said something. Dad threw some pretty rogue chatter at the bloke, and the guy started throwing punches and got red-carded, and they ended up winning 4-2. And the guy that had been chopping said person's misses scored three goals, and Dad scored one. So there you go. (laughs) (laughs) Ultimate sledge. Because I, I, I like the uh, the combination ones of a, a game that we were playing once. Uh, don't recall who it was. Unmemorable that we thrashed them. Had a uh, chirpy number nine as uh, as you normally do come across. And it was just the old, oh gee whiz, that, that's impressive. And he's like, oh, what's that? And it's like short and fat. What a combination. <laughs> <laughs> The worst ones, though, are like, I hate when people go, like, scoreboard. The best oh, yeah, one yeah. I heard, another good one I heard was some bloke said, oh, it's just third grade, and then some of the chirp back going, you're fucking playing third grade, too, you <laughs> yeah. fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Have you, have you uh, had any sledges back in your time, Chainsaw, that you're not proud of? Uh, people, sledges against me or sledges or that I've given? That, yeah, that you've given, or, or against you as well. Uh... No, I've always been quite the gentleman as I've, I've played my game. Uh, but, yeah, you know, we've worked, worked, worked people up uh, over, over the years to the point that they want to have a Barney, and I, I think that's hilarious. Um, yeah, I, I can't really think of uh, – bringing people's mums into it uh, yeah. normally gets you in a fair bit of strife. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I'm not at the top of my head. I've crossed the line once. Um, I've already told the story where I got called Paulini, but in another game, this was overseas. I think I was playing against an African guy, and I got I got racial. I just snapped, and I called him a black cunt. <laughs> and then he he looked at me, and he was like, "What?" I'm like, I just looked back at him. Like, I don't know, mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> and we both laugh. So sometimes you just snap, and you you say things. That you, yeah. Yeah. Just. Appearance-wise, I, I, I think you would have a case to to debate at the magistrates' court, but <laughs> I, I think if um, myself or Ironside here were to go down the path, we'd end up with a hate crime. On, on I'd like I'd like to see you um, defend yourself in that. What you're just pointing at your hair? <laughs> yeah, I, I can say it because I don't because I don't care. <laughs> nah, yeah, we cer- certainly don't want to be going down that path. I think, yeah, hook. Hooking into people's uh, physical appearances yeah. uh, goes all right. You start to overstep boundaries with uh, sexual relations with people's parents, but uh, we leave <laughs> yeah. the racial vilification right out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Good use of words there, racial vilification. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we'll swing to you, Chainsaw. Um, being that you're you know, a relationship expert, uh, self-proclaimed relationship expert, um, <laughs> Being that most of our listeners, most of our followers are males, and uh, we do play the gentleman's game. We want to give some tips to our followers, our listeners, um, how to be a good partner. Yeah, well, I'm, I guess uh, I haven't always been fat, old, and washed up, so I've had a, a few kisses and hugs in my day. Um, been on a fair few first dates. Uh, the second dates are a little bit harder to come by, but um, got a little bit of experience nonetheless. Uh, you know... How to be a good partner. I think it's um, imperative that you've got, you know, really strong uh, communication pathways. You know, you can use apps like WhatsApp to uh, hold those <laughs> comms pathways yeah, yeah. Uh, open. 
Um, what other tips have I got here? Um, you know, there's things to look for in a partner too and, and something that I, you know, look for in a partner myself and this is, I'll use this analogy that I like and it's like I like my women, you know, like I like my coffee and that's without my next door neighbour's cock in it. So that's, that's a previous experience on that one. <laughs> but it's um, it's always, you know, another good thing, you know, if you've got a partner that's up for keeping it a bit fresh and frisky in the bedroom, you know, dressing up can, yeah. can help. You know, I, I used to, you know, a lot of time dress up like my favourite rugby players. Like um, I don't dress up like this guy anymore because he's not my favourite. I used to dress up like Ryan Cross, but... Uh, he's not my favourite no more. Uh, so I'm more of a dress-up-as-Matt-Dunning kind of guy these days uh, to get those jobs done. Um, what about you guys? You know, uh, Ironside, you've got yourself a, a, a lovely partner, Lucy. Uh, what's some things that uh, make you a good partner in those settings? Um, I think I'm probably good. Um, I'm a good midweek partner, but um, cooking, cooking dinners... Um, Cooking dinner is a big thing, so uh, I always keep... Lucy's actually pescatarian. Well, she was a vegetarian, and I've turned her into a pescatarian because... Oh, nice. Um, I yeah, like vegetarians it. can be quite pesky, can't they? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a set. Uh, so cooking nice meals, you know, cooking yeah. a nice dinner. If you're home and you don't have to train, make sure that their dinner's cooked because um, I actually train Tuesday, Thursday. She trains Monday, Wednesday, so keeping that. Um uh, it's a, uh, make sure that you're um, going for their uh, love language. Make sure you establish Ooh, those early on. One, um, so um, depending what your love language may be or theirs, to find a happy medium there. Yeah. Um, oh, I wonder what, what is your love language? <laughs> I actually yeah. say, what is your love language? My love language? I don't even know. What, what's your change? I'm trying to think what my love language is. Well, you know, for me, I mean, so I, have a, I have a lovely partner. We're, we're living together these days, but... Yeah, I give her her own space and let her, like, she's got her own hobbies that she likes to do. Yeah. You know, she just, like, fuck, she just can't get enough of cleaning. Loves cleaning. <laughs> you know, so I just leave it to that. I'm not going to take something away from yeah. someone if they love it that much. Um, you know, and in that too, she just, she, oh, geez, cooking. You know, it won't let me near it. So... <laughs> No, yeah, but seriously, I, I think um, a, a good even equal balance in, um, yeah. you know, t- taking people that are unequal to you and uh, respecting them and treating them as, as such is great. Um, and like like you said, you know, you earn those brownie points during the week so that you can hang out with your real mates on the weekends, <laughs> you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but, true. Yeah, no, See, but seriously. I think that, um, I think that uh, yeah, you know, like, I know for Lucy, she just likes it. Hers is uh, spending time together. So yeah. um, just uh, making sure that uh, that I'm not just thinking spending time sitting down on the couch, you know. Like, going for a walk is possibly the simplest thing you can do as a man. Um, women yeah. love walking, um, and I'm not making a generalisation. <laughs> because, um, all the women I've ever met love walking. Um, so going for walks... Uh, Coffee's another great one, for, especially for guys that play rugby on a Saturday, is going for breakfast Saturday morning yeah, coffees. True. Because, like, you can get the weekday in, but if you can sneak a little bit of weekend action in before you go out on a Saturday night and go out for breakfast, that's kind of the last thing they remember is you having a coffee and breakfast with them. Oh, I'm going to rugby now. I'll see you later. Oh, what time will you be home? Oh, I'll see you later. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> 
Fuck. <laughs> 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 Will you be late? Oh, see you later. I'll call yeah. you. See you yeah. later. So, um, oh, yeah. I was trying to what my love language is. Probably my love language my is love language laughing is, um, at my jokes. My love is words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. There you go. <laughs> what is I just need to be told that. I need to be told that she loves me. I'm, uh, I'm an anxious lover, I reckon, a little bit. Yeah, I'm, not, uh, I'm not that either. Yeah, mine is mine is just um, you know s- s- solidarity and uh, and unconditioning unconditional support. I think is uh, my love language. Yeah, well, I'm yet to find my love language, or since it's been a while since I've had a bit of love. Um, off the oh, look for consent. Consent's always a good one. <laughs> That's- Normally start there and yeah. work your way back. <laughs> yeah, a few people are like, "Oh, is she? Is that girl that you're calling your girlfriend actually your girlfriend?" I was like, "Nah, she probably doesn't know that I'm calling her that too." So I should probably stop. On that, and this is getting back to the um, uh, the other week when we we're all in uh, Newcastle. We, all, yeah. we, had, we play, had a player auction. We auctioned yeah. off a few of the the Newcastle. Uh, sorry, yeah, the Hunter Wildfire guys, and uh, the, the the crowd was starving for another. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Smooth criminal up there to willing to throw their dollars at, um, and we tried to get um, Sione up there, but uh, he was uh, too much professional. He said, "Oh, I can't. I'm on the clock." Um, they're the sorts of opportunities that you got to grab with uh, both hands, I, I reckon, and um, something we'll, we can work on as a group and help yeah. and support you through that. Well, there's, you know, he's just humble. We're he's just we're, humble. You know, we're we're big famous guys, like you say, Chainsaw. We're fucking rock stars, and <laughs> we're, we're rock in the media. Stars, baby. And I was just thinking because. There's one thing that I, I live by is, uh, which is probably why I've been part of the celibacy club and no dating club, um, is <laughs> you don't want to scare away the right girl by messing with the wrong ones. So that was just another opportunity oh, of me just... That's a great one. Yeah. So there's a girl that, you know, I've been trying to court and she might be on the other side of the world or the Tasman, but yeah, if she sees something, like, oh, nah, bit of an ick. Just want to, yeah. you know. You got to play that long game, mate. Yeah, You're Prince Charming. Play long game, yeah. Once she's yeah, married yeah. and had kids and she's done and uh, she's in nursing home, she might be ready for me, mate. Remember well, me? The problem is, mate, I, I think you've got a few more years on her, so you've got to be careful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, black don't crack, man. <laughs> um, but, yes, Sione's a very humble guy. Like, he keeps it humble, so that's probably why he didn't want to do the option. To be fair, but, if I had um, a few more CC and dryers, I would have been up there without even someone asking me. <laughs> well, because you're going to come down to the Norse one, mate, we'll, we'll auction you off because you're not going to be on the clock there. Are you, are you, are you allowed to auction off black guys still, or, or is that allowed up north? You can auction off any colour you want, mate. <laughs> I, I don't see colour. I brought it up here. I don't see colour. I'm like, fuck. Have you, like... Yeah. I don't see colour. I see opportunity. Uh, speaking of opportunity, let's swing into our questions and confessions. Uh, first one is from a young man called Chainsaw. Uh, he said, I'm scared of flying. That's why I missed so many flights. <laughs> he might be like you, Chainsaw. Yeah, Chainsaw Jr. Oh, I know who would have sent that in. <laughs> oh. Yeah, gee whiz. Oh, I got nothing to say. Maybe it's true. Yeah. That's why, yeah, Pack needs a tour bus. You <laughs> <laughs> probably still miss that as well. It needs yeah. a big van. We need a big van, actually. Yeah, yeah, we should call it maybe Bang Bus or something like that. Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, this one's from the Predicament Pig. 
If you could go back in time, would you try harder to make it as a pro rugby player or carry on as a battler? Um, I, I don't think that trying was the problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, I think uh, I'm in the More same boat as uh, Ironside. I think it was politics as well. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know what? I wouldn't change it, but fuck, I wouldn't. I, if I could go back and maybe I'd change a few things so I'd get a fucking first grade cap. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> mate, you're still young, mate. You could still get in there. You, you, to be fair, you oh, probably could. Some, I burned some bridges early on in my days, even in Colts and Grey. Um, you can so you know it's a good one for our listeners is you can develop a reputation as a pisshead a bit too early on and that's uh yeah unfortunately that's where it's st- <laughs> you know that's where the buck stops there yeah well in the silver lining to that is being a big fish in a small pond <laughs> and playing playing third grade being the superstar of the third grade <laughs> when all your mates are all the first grade guys and none of the third yeah. graders at least I get to watch him play. Well, I actually, you know, I heard about, yeah, on that, I, I heard that uh, you actually hold the record on side for the most tries in third grade ever scored at training. <laughs> <laughs> I can't slow, I hate hitting the deck when we're doing team runs, so that doesn't surprise oh, me. Oh, you're one of those guys. Oh, Ultimate mate, professional. It's hard to stop, man. I'm a big unit. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have, like, when I was younger, I would have loved to be in a pro, but looking back now, I don't think, I actually love rugby that much. I only just love make, making friends. Yes. So I would have carried on and tried to start pack earlier, make Johnny start pack earlier. But how many guys make it? This is like another thing you can think about. So many guys make it, but unless you're like right at the top, like, fuck, it'd be pretty fucking shit. Yeah. yeah. I know a few guys that have given away better paying jobs and probably like a better lifestyle. Yeah, to go play professional rugby might be not a better lifestyle. Like if it's your dream, it's your dream, and it's yeah. not all about money. But fuck, yeah, you, if you, you love you, rugby, you sacrifice yeah. you sacrifice a lot for not that much gain. To like eighty percent of the players that you know aren't on aren't going to be that well remembered. Yeah, and a lot of people so, chatting shit about you as well. Yeah, so. yeah. I mean, it's, it works out for some. Some people find their feet after um, their pro rugby careers, but all it took was you know. 120-odd Super Rugby games and captaining the Wallabies to end up with the CEO job of <laughs> Rugby Australia. <laughs> Fuck, he won the meat trade at North Sydney Oval a couple of weeks ago. I was fucking off it as well, eh? <laughs> He's just got good luck, mate. Uh, this one's from Sally. Question for Sione. Why are you choosing to be part of this so-called celibacy club and not going on dates? I think we already answered that one before. <laughs> Who is Sally? Did she leave her Instagram handle, Sione? Maybe go give her a follow. No, it was on the, through bloody the contact page. So there was a fake email. Anyways, I'll try and track it down. IP address. <laughs> uh, this one's from Knuckles. Chainsaw, did you actually kiss Absidy? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> That's probably one of the funniest videos I've ever seen. Oh, ever. mate. Yeah. Fucking killed me. <clears throat> no, nah, no, nah, certainly didn't do that. But uh, she, she was a friendly, kind soul. Yeah, uh, so I was reading some of the comments. People were like, oh, bless you. Well, normally she's not in good spirits and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, some of the other comments weren't as... Yeah, um, yeah. Kind to me, they're quite scathing, but um, yeah, that's just what you need to add to the anxiety of missing three flights in a weekend. <laughs> a public forum getting roasted. <laughs> no, nah, just putting out some love in it. 
a few questions here from Dave Vayer. Chainsaw, why is rugby, or why isn't rugby as successful as AFL in Australia, since you're an AFL expert? Well, I mean, I think the, the AFL traded in their marketing pigeon quite a while ago. <laughs> uh, uh, no, it's hard to say. I just think um, uh, the Australian rules football has just had a, a broader reach that they've been able to capitalise on, um, not really being too exclusive uh, in its formative years, whereas uh, rugby sort of held on to its yeah, private school roots a little bit too long, and um, I think it's just sort of paying the price of that now. Yeah, and they're still going with it. I'm yep. still surprised that they're... Because I remember when I was in uh, trying to go through the school ranks because I was suspended from playing rugby league. So I had to try a rugby union. Um, and, yeah, if you if you didn't go to any of those GPS schools, it's hard to get in there. Um, we had to go a long way around, and it's still too tricky to get eyes on you. So um, yeah. there's definitely some uh, talent getting missed. AFL is not much different in that regard. A lot of the guys that get drafted do come from yeah, that true. private school background, but I guess there's just so many more people playing it. Yeah. So you know, it's a bit, bit more enticing to get involved in, uh, as that there's more money there. Um, as, even uh, even that, you know, the it's actually on Foxtel and Channel Seven and all that sort of stuff instead of um, well, they live stream the Super Rugby games to YouTube these days. Don't they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you've been to a, a, plenty of AFL games and uh, a few Melbourne Rebels games recently. What do you reckon the atmosphere is? What's the differences in atmosphere? Uh, uh, just supporter base uh, uh, would yeah, be my true. main one. Um, it is disappointing and it's something that I, I, I really hope um, collectively as rugby lovers across the country and uh, can turn the tide on, but just not really getting people to go to the games. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know exactly what those solutions are to those problems right now, but um, hopefully it's something that we can figure out together and start getting people to actually go go watch and support yeah, and, feel, and, feel, and feel connected to these teams. So I feel like there's a bit of a disconnect in who's yeah. playing and, yeah. and who likes it. Yeah, I know a lot of... We, we talk, no, 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 I know a lot of um, rugby lads, rugby supporters, don't go to Reds games, but they do go to... Brisbane Lions games, like religiously go to Brisbane Lions games. Uh, Toby's one of them, and his group of mates. They're all rugby boys, grew up playing rugby, and now and never played AFL. But they they go to every Brisbane Lions game just because the atmosphere. They, they get on the tins and absolutely get smashed. But is that the same down in Sydney? Because Sydney get a good crowd as well. Yeah, and it's not yeah, one of the I, biggest sports. I think that I think that um I think that yeah, lots of people go. You always see guys and heaps of people going to league and AFL games but I, I mean we brought, brought up the other week but I've been thinking about it I think that we got to go away from trying to be like them yeah. and maybe try and go back to being suburban do you know what I mean that's where all these AFL started um, yeah. NRL started like you know at their suburban bases and then yeah. they kind of grew out yeah. and I think we maybe union skipped that step with super rugby you know like yeah. I'm not saying that you get rid of Super Rugby, but that like it goes back to playing them at smaller grounds and you know like maybe. that stadium in Melbourne when you watch the Rebels, I think I don't know what it is, but maybe it's because of the seats are green or something. But yeah. fucking, it always looks so empty. Yeah. It looks. It might be they might have the same amount of people there at like SunCorp and um you know or the Tars games, but something about the green seats in that stadium looks fucking empty. But I yeah. think you know. Like the, going back to the suburban grounds, or like trying to make it more suburban. Get that tribal then, following back. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the the bad bulldog started out of Belmore, Tigers out of Balmain. You know, 
it's and even like you saw the Dolphins play at Redcliffe, they were it was chockers. Yeah, you know that's not a massive stadium, so. Well, gl- glad they're point. listening. Glad they're listening to this podcast. <laughs> they're, pro- they're probably tuned out after. Yeah. <laughs> a few more for Chainsaw from Dave. <laughs> Uh, Chainsaw, when you go to the barbers, what do you ask for? <laughs> I just say, fuck up my shit, fam. And, uh, and <laughs> do, you go, uh, do you go to Islander or like urban barbers or I, do you go I, to I, shopping centre I try to. I try to. There's, um, there's an African, <clears throat> pardon me, there's an African barbershop called Perfect Barbershop. It's these uh, Ghanaian guys. And um, I, try, I try and go in there uh, just because I... They know how we do, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is your background, Chainsaw? Oh, I wish I knew, mate. <laughs> I'm on the hunt for it. I was watching that because I, I got stuck in your TikTok. Yeah, I was watching you getting your hair cut in uh, yeah. and they yeah. gave you the big fro. That was an all-time. That, that got me fucking <laughs> Yeah, and for only seven bucks, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We should actually get you to do that Ancestry.com um, thing. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, it, it's like you lick the, the thing yeah, or whatever, yeah. right? Yeah. We should all actually what? do it. We'll all actually do it. Yeah. Might, be, might put me a step closer to finding uh, my dad. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe some of us will get surprised that, you know, maybe our dad ain't our dad. <laughs> this one's for Chainsaw Sorry. from Dave Vay again. What are your thoughts on cultural appropriation in pop culture? <laughs> 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 I I don't have the Ancestry.com uh, results to uh, back anything up that I take on with this. So, um, I, I, a bit of a, no comment on that one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't have a place. You place should work in politics, Chancel. You're, you're <laughs> yeah. ready to go. Well, the thing was, it's politics that cost me a professional rugby career. So <laughs> it's, not, it's not something I really want to be involved in. <laughs> Um, this I heard you were one of the players of the comp in Singapore, though, from, uh, uh, from a, a, a Norse coach, Benjamin Sedler. Yeah, it was uh, Ben Sedler. I think it was best on ground at a, a stranger's Bucks stag do uh, from Singapore. But, uh, no, it was, it was Hong Kong that I... Oh, uh, there you go. Collo- oh, right, yeah. those accolades, yeah. Uh, this one's from <clears throat> our friend in Newey, Abel. Uh, Chainsaw, can we get a... 30-second recap of your weekend in Newey, and can you remember the Samoan word that he taught you? <laughs> Fucking hell, I, I can't. The I, thing is, when I first caught up with Abel and met him, uh, I'd already had about eight to his new cans. So <laughs> as he said, I remembered his name, and that was, that, was, that was enough remembering from then on. He said this Samoan word, and it just it didn't make it all the way through. But 30-second uh, uh, take on it. Really, really well-run club, great culture, fantastic people, um, incredible event. Uh, yeah, atmosphere was great. Uh, you know, I'm, uh, although I did say earlier that I'm not uh, picking one club in particular, uh, I, fuck, I hope uh, that they can um, go far in finals this year. Great yeah. bunch of guys, and it's really good for rugby to see uh, a club outside of Sydney um, doing well at Shoot Shield level. Yeah. So good luck to all those guys. Yeah, Abel's an absolute legend as well, I'll just say. Oh, nice. Uh, and last question. Uh, this is from Sad Pig. He says his name is. <laughs> Hi, guys. My miso has just left for a three-month Euro summer trip with her girls. She hasn't played up in the past, but should I be worried as 
Oh, should I be worried as I am right now? Because all of my <laughs> mates keep saying, it's not looking good, bro. <laughs> Fuck. That, that really, yeah. uh, that, that hit, it's no <laughs> I, <have laughs> I have a girlfriend that's gone away for three months on a, on a, uh, a Europe trip with her girlfriends. Nah, nothing to worry about there. <laughs> well, for this guy, let's help this guy out. Um, nah, she hasn't played up in the past and... Yeah, you shouldn't be caught up worrying about things that haven't happened or ain't going to happen. And that you'll never, ever know about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that, that was going to be my point. Um, you wouldn't, well, you, obviously, she's either doing a good job if she's never cheated before and she's never been caught. But, um, <laughs> you know, like, as I said, sometimes if you don't know things, the better. Um, yeah. uh, ignorance is bliss. Yeah, like so, you know, uh, simple mathematics or you know, words longer than five letters. If you don't know them, <laughs> yeah, all yeah. the better. Yeah, <laughs> I was chatting with Freddie about this before, um, or the other day, and I was like, I'd let her. If it was my missus, I'd let her just live her life and not annoy her. Because I know Freddie will be every minute. What are you doing? What are you? I'm like, just let her live her life, mate. If she wants to contact you, say how yep. her day's been. But you're. You're Dutch, so you got a bit Dutch in there. So you got a bit of that, like you know, nah, like, Dutch guys are you crazy. You guys are a bit more sexually explorative. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Well, let her live a life. You don't want to scare. It. Well, he's keys here. In, you don't keys want to... in the bowls type operators. Because you can scare her off by messaging her too much when she's trying to have fun with the girls. Obviously, message yeah, how you going. I hope you'll be doing well. But don't be like you know trying to start well, an argument. You, you shouldn't have to message them all the time. You know, like. You should have a GPS tracker on. That's what you should have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well, that rounds out our pod. But before we end, uh, shout outs. <clears throat> shout outs in the pod. What's the shout outs? Um, shout out to Dave Bayer, um, yeah. who I am. Um, it's a pre shout out because this will come out post him playing. But shout out to Dave for throwing um, all his line out straight tonight. And for doing pretty well even though his scrum was getting pumped and um again another shout out norse ladies day uh 8th of july get your tickets um, Sione's coming um for, uh, chainsaw probably won't be able to come because he'll miss the flight um but it would be love we'd love to have you there mate um we'd love take to a greyhound bus <laughs> we'd love to have anyone there so buy your tickets um from the north uh instagram page follow the links uh cheers and another shout out to the second half of the um, Norse uh, club captaincy team, Charlie Jevons fellow, is back this week. Um, so I will be doing fuck all for the rest of the year. Cheers. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'll slip in here. I'll slip in before Chainsaw gets in. Uh, this is Freeny's shout out uh, for his Tongan community here in Brisbane. Uh, his shout out is there's a Selke event. It's called Selke at the Mansfield Tavern, uh, headlined by Blackberry Swish. Sionetoki, Ron Moala, Donny Mahanga, and DJ Ilches. So shout out to the T Gang here in Brisbane. Make sure you head out and uh, check out the Selke event. But my my uh, shout out is to Nate Russ. Um, I was in Chicago this time last year and seen his snaps the last week yeah. and a bit. I'm like living your bit best life, mate. Hope you enjoyed it and uh, can't wait to uh, see you struggle to get back to first grade when you come back. Fuck, named him first grade this weekend. He's flying. He's on the plane now. Oh. He's, playing, he's actually named at thirteen this weekend. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Damn. Chainsaw, you want to finish it uh, off? Yeah, uh, I've got a shout out. Uh, so this is a, a guy taking opportunity. Um, I don't know if you're aware of this. There's a 
a uh, scrum half crisis in Louisiana <coughs> uh, at the moment. And um, so there's a mate of mine that lives uh, in New Orleans, a guy I played a bit of rugby with in Hong Kong and a guy I played against in, in Perth on a few occasions, uh, Rory Edwards. Um, yeah, by uh, default and circumstance, he's uh, got the call up to uh, Nola. Uh, but he's got the call up to play for Nola, so they're going oh. up to Toronto to play the uh, the Arrows, Arrows there. So yeah, um, shout out to him. A uh, yeah, good mate of mine. Yeah. Uh, hope he gets some minutes and hope he goes well. Oh, nice, nice. Well, guys, uh, thanks for joining us. Thanks for filling in, Chainsaw, and we look forward to your little project coming up uh, in a few weeks. Uh, so keep an eye out for that, guys. Uh, in the meantime, do all the good stuff, and we'll see you next week. Later, see ya. Thanks, lads.